is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline with systemsforselfcare.com where I teach you to consistently take daily action so you can create the life that you want. Today, we're going to talk about movement buddies. If you don't have one, you need to get one. What is a movement buddy? A movement buddy is someone that you go and move your body with. Having a movement buddy solves so many problems, especially as I'm recording this right now in the middle of the pandemic, having a movement buddy solves so many issues that you're probably having now, or maybe you might've had in the past. And being proactive about getting a movement buddy now is going to prevent a lot of problems in the future. It's going to solve a lot of things. So a movement buddy, someone that you just go and move your body with. It doesn't have to be competitive. You don't have to actually be training for a race or like going to a fitness class, but it's just like a hey, we're going to get together and we're going to move our bodies. This is something that we can do in our 30s. This is something we can do in our 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, and beyond. This is a really good habit to create, a really good system for self-care to create. So life with a movement buddy, when you have a movement buddy, you're outside, you're moving your body, you're releasing happy chemicals. You feel good because you're moving your body. You feel good because you just did a thing. You feel good because you have some human contact, some human interaction. It can still be safe during the pandemic. We'll get to that. Without a movement buddy, there's no release. You feel sad. You feel like crap. You're not doing things. You're staying inside. You're in front of a screen. You're pretty much sedentary. You're by yourself. You're socially isolated. So having a movement buddy helps you release those chemicals, helps you release those things that feel good for yourself. Um, With a movement buddy, it helps you create a system for movement, a system for self-care. You have someone that you have to meet. There's some accountability. Like everyone knows like, hey, we're meeting at this day, on this day, at this time, and we're going to do this thing. So you're starting to create a system and you're going to start to see Like, hey, when we do this consistently, this actually feels really good. And it's really helpful to have someone, you know, a lot of people, you know, you struggle to do things on your own. So getting involving a movement buddy is a really smart thing because if you're struggling, if you're struggling, chances are someone else is struggling too, right? Without a movement buddy, you're not getting the things done. You don't get to go do the things. You're not consistent. So having a movement buddy can help with consistency. And having a movement buddy and going and moving your body, you get to feel good. You get to feel good without having a movement buddy. You feel blah or you feel gross, right? So I highly recommend getting a movement buddy. Having movement buddies, you know, this past year, and I would say kind of over, I'd say maybe the last two years, I started getting into movement buddies. Um, And it did start with getting a running, a running partner. Um, I started meeting with a friend on Sundays and neither of us were training for a race. We weren't training for anything, but we just kind of started meeting on Sundays and going for short runs. And then when the pandemic hit, we kept that habit of meeting on Sundays, but we just switched it like, okay, cool. So we're not going to meet up in person anymore because we don't really know what's going on. So we'll just meet on the phone. We'll meet on the phone and we will run (laughs) while we are on the phone. So she's in her neighborhood. I'm in my neighborhood. We're going to meet on the phone same time on Sundays. 
And then there was a period where I couldn't run because I, you know, I was in pain, my knee and my hip, I wasn't running at all. And she was running. And then there was a time that she started training for a race and Sundays were her rest day. So instead of saying like, oh gosh, I can't go. It was like, okay, cool. She was just going to walk. So it's been really good. We've had this system on Sundays where we move our bodies together. It has looked, it has just looked so different over the course of the last year and a half, almost two years. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, yeah. And now, now we're both back to running, but still in different spots. Sometimes we meet up. It's just a really great system. And so when I figured out that system on Sundays, it's like, it, it changed everything. It's like, yes, this feels good to know exactly what time and place I'm going, what it is that I'm going to go do. There's no questioning like, ah, am I doing Pilates? No, I'm, I'm, I'm either walking or I'm running or a mixture of the two. Um, so I know the time and place. I know what I'm doing. I know who I'm doing it with. I know the length of time we do. We do it for about an hour. Um, it's fun. I get to talk to someone. It's just a really good thing. And it has been so good for my physical health and for my mental health, right? So we talked about those happy chemicals, being outside, having a system, crossing something off a to-do list, um, moving my body, talking to a person, all of these things, looking forward to something, all of these things has helped with my mental health. And I want this to help with yours as well. So some tips on getting a movement buddy, um, creating a system around this and doing this so that it can feel good. Number one, um, another suggestion would be having a daily walk and talk with your parents, so your mom, or your dad, or maybe even your grandparents or an aunt or an uncle, but like a distant relative that like, hey, you know, they're a little bit older, you know, they're not going to be here forever. You haven't gotten to see them a whole lot because of the pandemic. Do a daily walk and talk with that person. So all you do is say, hey, person, hey, mom, you know, I'd like to be, and it, it's good here. I'm going to give you some words to use to like create this, this system. Hey mom, um, I have noticed I've been very sedentary and I haven't had a good morning routine. I'd like to be more active. You know, do you want to like, do you want to be more active? Do you want to get, you know, uh, be more active and get your body moving outside? Is that something you're interested in? Great. Let's set this thing up. We're in the mornings. We're just going to talk for 15 minutes. That's it. 15 minutes. And we're both going to go for a walk. You're going to be in your neighborhood and I'm going to be in my neighborhood and we're going to put on a phone. We're just going to go for a walk for 15 minutes. That's it. That's it. Or maybe if morning doesn't work for you, maybe it's in the afternoon, after work or after dinner, whatever it is. But having uh, a parent or grandparent or an aunt or an uncle or an older relative be your movement buddy daily, it feels so good. You get to get closer to them. You get to hear stories from them. It feels really good. Tip number two, maybe you do a walk and talk with your um, partner, whoever you live with, or with a roommate or a close neighbor, someone that's kind of like in your space. This has been really good. Uh, I think I mentioned it last week. My husband and I just kind of started this recently. We've always worked out together here and there and gone on bike rides here and there. But we really, this past week, have started with daily morning walks. And it's been so great. We'll go for like a 20 to 30 minute walk, depending on how his foot feels or if we need to like, oh man, we're running a little bit late. We need to start our work day, whatever. But just having that in the morning, it's been so good for our relationship. It's been so good to, to be outside and feel the sun and feel the air to not be behind a screen. I know a lot of times we, especially this past year, we can fall into these ruts with our, our roommates or significant other, where we're just on a screen constantly. That's all there is to do, right? Just sitting like 
sitting next to each other, a few feet away from each other, and you're both on your separate screens. And then there's a big screen. So having a daily walk and talk with your partner, with your significant other, with your roommates, whatever, where you're not in front of a screen, and it can be in the morning, or maybe it's during your lunch break or in the afternoon or after dinner, whenever it is, but kind of keeping it the same and having that, that daily uh, routine. And again, the conversation, how, you know, how to bring this up to them. Hey, <laughs> hey, Susie, you know, I have been noticing that I'm not being as active as I want to, or we're not really spending that much time together. I'd like to spend more time with you um, with us not being, you know, in front of a screen or it has nothing to do with food or with alcohol. Are you interested in going for a daily walk with me and keeping it the same time so that we actually go into it? So you can use those words. And another one is another tip. Tip three is a weekly walk and talk with a friend. So I kind of chatted with you about my, uh, my Sundays. I also have another daily, uh, excuse me, weekly walk and talk with another friend where actually I go and drive and meet her. Um, she lives by a giant park. It's beautiful. There's all these like paths that we can go across and there's geese and there's ducks and there's, there's dogs and there's people and we're socially distanced. We have our masks on, but it feels so good to be outside. And so this is something that we kind of started doing last year. Um, and then especially once February, once it stopped being cold here, we picked this up and it just feels so good again to be outside, be with someone. We just do it one day a week, one day a week, usually at the same time. Um, and again, for the same length of time for about an hour and we go and we do a walk and talk and we walk probably about three miles in an hour and it feels so good. I love those days. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so many steps on those days. It feels so good to get these things accomplished. Okay. So we chatted about like who you can do, who could be your movement buddies. It could be parents. It could be your significant other, whoever you live with. It could be you going and driving somewhere. So it could be on the phone or it could be you going somewhere. Um, If you're going to have to go somewhere, I would suggest doing that just once a week. It's going to be hard for you to go and drive somewhere every day of the week. That's why the, the phone talks are really good. But another thing that I have found to be really helpful is checking out meetup.com. So I used meetup when we lived in Atlanta to kind of like make some friends, find some friend groups. Um, and as I was kind of like searching on there uh, for different groups here in Chicago, I was like, oh, yeah, there, there's a ton. And and people are itching to be outside and be around people. So it might be, again, an occasion where you go and actually meet a new person uh, in person safely, or it might be uh, messaging someone on meetup and deciding to do a virtual phone talk, whatever it is. But I think that again, people, people, if you are are, um, craving socialization and being outside and new friendships and like doing something new, other people are craving that as well. So it's there. People are there wanting to meet up and do things. And what I love about meetup is that it's, it's not like, Hey, let's just message each other a bunch. Um, it's like, no, the, the, the purpose of this, this app, the purpose of this website is to go and meet up and go do the things there. There's tons of activities on meetup. The next thing, number five, I would highly suggest setting boundaries on topics that you talk about during your movement, um, with your movement buddy. So there are, there are, major issues that are happening in the world for sure. There are major things that are happening, but it doesn't mean that you have to talk about really heavy topics during this movement uh, meetup. Um, 
those topics need to be talked about, but this is, if this is for your mental health, you want to look forward to this. You want to kind of set some boundaries around like, Hey, maybe we're not going to talk about politics right now. Maybe we're not going to talk about the pandemic or presidency. Maybe we're not going to talk about like these really heavy things because I want to look forward to this and being outside with you is something that I'm doing for my mental health. So I do highly suggest setting some boundaries around the topics so that it, and also so that it doesn't turn into a vent fest. So it doesn't turn into, you know, them venting about their partner or venting about work. And it's just this like, oh my gosh, like I don't even want to go anymore because all they're doing is like talking about really heavy things that like kind of bring me down. So I would highly suggest, you know, just setting some boundaries. Doesn't mean that you're never allowed to talk about something negative, but like, I feel like I have a good place um, with friends where if we're going to talk about something negative, it's like, um, you're not using your friend to be your therapist to help you work through it. You're kind of like, hey, here's where I'm at. Here's where I've like what I've learned, but it's not, you're not like, here's all of my crap. <laughs> Please deal with this. Um, cause that's, that's not fair for your friend either. So set boundaries, try to keep it lighthearted because it's something that you want to look forward to and not something that is going to just weigh you down and you hate. And number six, um, do this stuff now, set these things up now, set your routines and systems for self-care now, as it's starting to get warmer out, as maybe you're allowed to be with people. If you're someone who struggles with seasonal depression, you start, you struggle during the winter. This past winter was awful, awful for you. Use this time where maybe you're feeling a little bit better because the sun is out. Use this time to set up systems for self-care so that when winter, what is it, 2021 into 2022 hits, you're like, cool, I already have systems to take care of myself. I have, I have systems for moving outside. I have systems, systems for being with people. You know, I have systems in place so that when I feel crummy, I know what to do. I have tools in place. I know like I have a person that can help me through this, right? So it's not like, oh, okay, cool. Everything's going great. And then winter hits and you're like, oh my gosh, I fell apart again. It's like, use this past winter and use this pandemic as an opportunity of like, what did I learn from this? What do I need in place? Okay, here's what I need. And set those things up now so that, you know, if races are ever canceled again, if a pandemic ever happens again, whatever, if it gets cold out and it's really crappy out again, you have things in place to help you through um, those really difficult periods of life. And I think that that's like, when we talk about like, you know, life is trial and error, it's like everything that you've ever messed up, those are the errors, those are the trials, learn from them, uh, figure out what you need so that you can keep moving along and keep moving forward in life. And then again, yeah, so you can create the life that you actually want to live. Even if there is a pandemic, even if you struggle with your mental health, even if races get shut down, figure out what you need for yourself so you can keep moving along. Ask for help, reach out to people, set things up. If you're struggling with these things, or if you've struggled with these things in the past, Chances are someone else is struggling as well. And you reaching out can, you know, help them create something for their lives as well. So I hope that was helpful. Um, love talking about movement, love being outside. And I think especially too, like the older that I get, I don't know how old you are, you know, uh, viewing this, um, but the older that I get, I'm in my late thirties now, movement really is about longevity. Movement is about my mental health. Movement is about my physical health. Movement is about being active. Movement is about taking care of myself. Is it Movement is a system for self-care. Whereas in the past, movement was punishing my body. Movement was about trying to make myself as small as I could. Movement was about 
you know, feeling terrible at the end of a workout, feeling just exhausted and just, you know, blah. And now movement, it's not that anymore. It just isn't. So I hope that was helpful. If this was helpful for you, remember, you can always buy me a cup of coffee. Um, I'm keeping, I want to keep all of this completely ad-free. Um, there's, You don't need more junk in your life. But if this was helpful, this blog or this podcast or video was helpful, you can go to ko-fi.com, K-O-F-I dot C-O-M slash Jacqueline Riccio Silver. And you can buy me a cup of coffee. Take care. I will see you in the next one. Bye.